John, I saw you are you recording? I am recording. Promise? I promise. Okay. <laughs> so, we just recorded the best first podcast in the history of podcasts. Absolutely. And we just straight up didn't actually record it. I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> I, will, I will definitely take the blame for that one. It's okay. It was practice, and uh, this one's going to be even better. Or we've discussed and said everything relevant and fun we can say, and it's going to be <laughs> terrible. And now we're just going to be like, all right, cool. We've already talked about that. Exactly. No, we're going to talk about it again because this is our first podcast. It's our first podcast, and what better way than 2022? Yep. Very start of the year. Um, but but the biggest question is why? Why are we doing this podcast? Um. Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? I think we're doing it for ourselves. It's uh, selfishly, we want to chronicle our journey. Um, we have tons of powwows and inspirational conversations and talks and heart to hearts all the time. We're roommates. You and Elena, your girlfriend, live downstairs for a few more months. Um, myself and my son, we live upstairs. We are roommates. We spend all our time together with this band. And we've always talked about we should have like a YouTube channel or a podcast or something called yeah. Diary of an Indie Band. That's always been a name that we've stuck with. And just like a diary, it's basically going to be kind of a chronicle and a journey and a way to look back and see where you were, how far you've come and help set your goals and move forward for the future. So we're doing this selfishly for us more than anything. If you are a supporter of ours, if you're a fan of ours, if you're someone that likes and respects what we're doing, you like us as people, no matter what your reasons are for tuning in, um, we think you'll find the the content pretty engaging. We're going to be ourselves at the end of the day. We're not going to be stiff. We're not going to put on a show. You're going to get authentically John, yeah, you know, Fennel, and you're going to get authentically Kevin Roy. So yeah. that's who we are, by the way. If you're you don't know, what you're <laughs> I know. By, I I went back into our second question. That's okay. The first one, I'm but uh, who are we? I'm Kevin Roy, and uh, I sing lead vocals. And this is John Fennel. and your vocalist and instrumentalist. You're the guy that makes yeah. all the music. So. But I mean, here's the thing: is like as a band, like. This is it. We are the oh, entire yeah. band. This is us. There's there's nothing more that we do. Um, you know, we are super fortunate that we've got, you know, enough trust in one another that we've mm -hmm. been able to make this super successful mm -hmm. already. Um, and you know, at the same time, we we don't want to say that we are experts in any kind of mm -hmm. subject, even mm -hmm. when it comes to music. You know, we we are definitely, you know, full-time professional musicians and that's mm -hmm. how we hold ourselves in every single conversation and Absolutely. um before anything else, I mean, probably not you. I mean, you're also a dad, right? It's but, true. But dad. um, you know, this is this is what we do full time. This is this is our living. Oh right yeah, here, right? this is 100 percent of our our time and our effort. But um, we also realize that we're we're still young, you know, in the in the industry, right? Oh, yeah. Like we we aren't seasoned. I mean, we are seasoned musicians, but I mean, it's different being you know a regular gig playing musician, and then it's also a different thing to be, you know, out here doing this 24 well, seven right? an actual professional full-time recording artist traveling and i mean all this kind of other yeah. stuff that goes into it you know the, the meetings and whatever else merchandise it's like websites it's just like all this kind of stuff that goes on behind the scenes i think that if i knew this two years ago or three years ago it would have helped me grow a little bit faster so i think yeah. that that's you know why this is such an intriguing intriguing podcast absolutely even if other people don't think that's the case I think that it's really good for us to keep ourselves in check. Absolutely. Sure that we're and if it up. helps even one person, you know what? Cool. That's okay. We're going to have fun anyways. Um, Absolutely. This uh, this episode, as well as every episode until we get an actual sponsor, is brought to you by Jagermeister. <laughs> if you've ever watched one of our shows, you know how much I love it. You do. And, um, you Grandpa, Grandpa's do. cough medicine. It's the best. So I'm drinking Jagger right now, and uh, we're going to be relaxed. We're going to have fun. 
Um, and yeah, you're going to hopefully get to know us a fair bit. We're going to go through every week um, in Diary of an Indie Band. We're going to talk about a couple topics. Um, we're going to cover four things. Each week, we're going to talk about our week in recap, which yep. we'll get into shortly. Um, we're going to each go and talk about uh, new music that we found yeah. in that week. Um, a song that the other person hopefully hasn't heard yet, but something that did come out that week has yep. to be new. And um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to promote, hopefully, that artist. If they don't need the promotion, cool. No big deal. Yep. Um, we're also huge music nerds, and it's nice for us to share music with each other. Absolutely. And if they do need that promotion, awesome. Because I'll tell you right now, if someone put a loop song, if they put Parachute, our new song, if they put that on their podcast tomorrow, I'd be stoked. It doesn't matter if they have cool, three man. listeners or 3,000 yeah. or 3 million. I'd be pumped. So every little bit helps. We're all about helping other artists, and hopefully they help us back. And um, it's really cyclical. So that's the new music section. The next one we're going to talk about is the top five moments. Um, we'll get into that a little more in detail. But basically, in summary, if you've ever seen a loop show, you know that I have way more than five top five songs of all time. You absolutely do, dude. Right? And uh, <laughs> it's it's almost a running gag at this point. There is a couple like Landslide. There's got to be at least five. There's at least eight or nine that I think I've laminated <laughs> at this point yeah, in my top five list. Yeah. Um, you probably but, said it about... 30 songs though. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy 100%. 30 songs for sure. Our top fives. Um, so we're going to, what we're going to do as a wink to that is just to show our personalities, just to, honestly, we're making this about ourselves. We want this to be fun for us. So each week we're also going to come with the top fives. So it's going to be John, what's your top five this week? And it can literally be top five, anything. What's anything. on his mind that week? What does he want to discuss and give a top five list to? Yep. Um, so that's going to be that. Um, and then I'm going to, we'll both obviously go back and forth and we'll discuss each other's top fives as well, yeah. analyze them, break down. Um, so that will be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the final thing we're going to discuss before we wrap up the week are goals. Um, it doesn't have to be set in stone. What is your goal for the next three days? What's your goal for the next week? But it is going to be, what are you working on right now? What's in the front of your mind? Obviously, as a team, we have team goals we discuss all the time. We actually have a goal board in our house yeah. that's in the stairwell between the basement where John lives and myself upstairs. Well, we got a couple different boards, dude. We got like a goal board. Around. We got yeah. like a weekly board. We've got multiple calendars yeah. where we've got like our dates written down and meetings scheduled and when we're yeah. out of town and yeah, all yeah. this kind of stuff, right? But that's so important, right? Like you need goals to know where you're getting. Yeah. Um, I learned that doing sales years ago, right? Yeah. They, would, they would always say like, hey, if you have a destination and you want to get somewhere, say you want to travel to Toronto, you know, if you're driving to Toronto, you can't just drive. I mean, truthfully, maybe, actually, maybe, maybe in Kamloops, you can. You're just in like, Kamloops, you literally go on Highway east. 1 and just drive east <laughs> yeah. forever. But It's like it might take you three days, but a certain you need point, some kind of direction. But here's the thing. You might even get to northern Ontario yeah. and you get to like Sudbury. And at that point, you need to take like Highway 400. And if, here's the thing. Even if it's as simple as that analogy and it's like, well, yeah, but I look at the street signs. Exactly. Like you need yeah. checkpoints and you need to know step by step how to break up your goal into smaller manageable parts to actually get to the end destination. You can't just say, I want to get here and have this huge goal and not yeah. break it down into tiny little spots. So mm -hmm. we're, I mean, that's common sense to be honest, but we're going to really apply that and drive it home to ourselves and really, really kind of try to hit it hard and really illustrate to ourselves more than you guys even that hey like we're going to remind ourselves each week when we're when we're doing these podcasts that these are our goals these are things we're working on this is where we want to get 100%. and then hopefully we can look back and laugh at some of those goals that we're like man it'd be crazy if we could do this by the end of the year and then maybe we're hitting yeah. that goal by summertime that'd be fantastic yeah so 100 percent 100 percent. there we go so let's start this out man um jay we how got you, how you feeling buddy <laughs> we got through about like half of this before um we didn't even reach the new song segment so that's going to be very fresh we too. were just starting the new song segment <laughs> we, we actually. were just about to get into yeah. it um so i mean you know how other than how being I, frazzled yeah, exactly because we're doing this all over again yeah 
Yeah. So I think that it started off a little bit more frazzled than I would like, to be completely honest. So how am I feeling? I'm feeling like our beginning could have been a little bit We'll insert the Billy Madison. You blow it. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) When he makes a phone call. Um, Fun fact, by the way, John had never seen Billy Madison until about a month ago. Yeah. It was, it's still, it's a great movie. I like it. It's fantastic. (laughs) Adam Sandler. It's older than you, so I get it. I guess so. Hey. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, how am I feeling? Besides, you know, it could have been better. I think that I am super stoked about how this year has been. And I'm super stoked about, you know, releasing our first single. Mm -hmm. I am really excited about what 2022 has in store for us. I think that we're going to be, you know, kicking it off on a high note. We've got tons planned and we've got so much to look forward to. And, you know, COVID restrictions are still restricting us from being able to do stuff that we want to be doing, like our album release party. We're so excited to actually get that done and to be able to celebrate having this album complete. So that's probably going to be in February at this point. Um, We don't anticipate that it's going to be longer because hopefully with with the with the restrictions lifting in the next couple of weeks hopefully then there there should be nothing stopping us well the thing is we have the cds ordered they're on the way absolutely um we have a whole bunch of them we got more even than we probably need just because of the fact that we want to have one in every single hand if someone's important in canada to do with music we want them holding that cd in the next Mm -hmm. few months so we have the cds we have the material. We want to throw a big party, if anything, as a celebration for the hard work we put in to make this album yeah. reality. We made 11 songs from nothing. We literally know we're, we did it as old school as it could possibly get, just like Jack yeah. Malik and Yesterday. One exactly. Of our yeah. Band. 100%. And um, we literally, it's all done by Fennel Roy. That's how we credit ourselves and everything. Yep. It's Fennel slash Roy, just like Lennon McCartney. Um, and yep. that's how we want to, that's how we want to always carry ourselves as a band. So we built this all up from the ground up from nothing. And we're really proud of that. And we want to share it with the world. So yeah, well, we, excuse me, well, we have the songs already out, um, digitally for everybody, which we thought was just as a thank you for all the hard work we went through and all the support people gave us. I mean, mm-hmm. we had an amazing Indiegogo fundraiser, yeah. like we had an awesome year and we had an amazing year for support. And I think more than anything, it was symbolic for us to be able to give everybody that ordered that album, give it to them way early. It's like, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, It's not officially out until February. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't stream it until then. Yeah. We don't have any physical copies, but here are the digital copies. Like, thank you so much for being there during a hard time. Yeah. And I think that was important to both of us. hundred percent. And obviously if anyone wants it in the interim, we're not going to turn it away from people now. you know, they, they hear that no. it's out there. Like, yeah. So yeah. feel free to pick it up. It's 10 bucks. You can go to our website, officialloops.com, knock yourself out. Hopefully you enjoy the album. Tell Absolutely. us what you're, if you do like it and you're checking it out, send us an email. We have an email address. We might as well give it to you guys now. It's a DIB at officialloops.com. So diary, diary of any band. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So DIB at officialloops.com. And um, yeah, let us know. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know what you think of the songs. Let us know what your favorite songs in the album are if you've actually purchased it. Yeah. Um, and when regards to Parachute, just share, share, share. If you like the song, please share it with at least three other people. If yeah. you could just tell three other people about it, that would be amazing for us. That would it really, goes a really long help. way for us. It goes so, so far. Yeah, exactly. And I think that for, for a lot of even new musicians, they don't r- realize how important that is or they, they just haven't figured it out yet. Right. And I think that that's, that's really important, you know, as a musician to, to recognize, you know, that musicians helping me each other. Oh yeah. Is so important. It's and massive. we'll talk, and we'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. But, um, I think that it's important just for us to get that out there right now. Absolutely. Um, so that's basically how I'm feeling this week. Kev, cool. I want to go back. Yeah. We talked about it before on the first version of this, but obviously yeah. no one's hearing that. So, um, I'll cover it again a little more succinctly maybe, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, I'm just kind of, I'm tired. 
I had a long, long end of the year. Yep. Um, we all did. Um, so I don't think my circumstances were special, but, um, my son, Sebastian, he turned uh, nine on the 20th of yep. December. That's mm-hmm. his birthday. And, uh, having a kid, if you've ever had anybody that has a birthday that is close to Christmas time, you realize how stressful it can be. It's really important for me. His, uh, his Nana, my, my son's mom, my ex, her, her mom, she drove it home to us like on his first Christmas that like, it's important to make sure that they, they don't share their birthday with Christmas time. Right. Um, her Sebastian's uncle, his birthday is on boxing day and his Nana always made sure that Sebastian, like, sorry, that uncle his Kyle uncle, yeah. always got, uh, got special attention on his birthday. He didn't, right. it wasn't his fault that his birthday no. is a day apart Christmas. Yep. And if your birthday is in June or July, yeah, like yeah, it doesn't, yeah. you don't get penalized for that. So, yeah. um, I've always done the same with Sebastian. He has, a, he had a great birthday. It was fantastic. It was one of my highlights of the year, actually. Nice. And, um, and then we had Christmas and then I got sick and it ended up just being a really bad head cold. Um, if you actually watched our New Year's Eve show, we did a free show on New Year's for four hours. We originally thought it was only going to be <laughs> we, two. We, we planned to do it at eight o'clock. It started eight at nine. There were, there were like a couple problems like along the way that we had, but yeah, I mean, we That's definitely did music, it. Man. We, we didn't want it. We didn't set out to play for four hours No, and we didn't set out you know, to not take a break. No, we didn't take one break. We never realized that till today. I think. Yeah, we exactly. Talking about it. Yeah. We, we literally did, didn't take one break. We didn't take a break. And that wasn't because, yeah, we, we were stubbornly like, we're going to play music. No, we were just having fun. Time. We're, you know, we were enjoying ourselves, man. And people were tuning in and we wanted to give them entertainment. Like, that's why we do this at the end of the day. It's, I wish I could say it was about the money, but unfortunately at this stage, it's definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice one day if it becomes more about the money, but Right now, we're doing it for the love of it, and we're doing yeah. it for our, our passion and what we believe in. Like that's that's literally our fuel right now. So, yeah, shows like that I think are important. They, yeah, they didn't make us any money, but we actually got to put on a show for the people we care about, and and it's nice, it's validating to know that we have people watching a show like that, yeah. tuning in and, and actually caring. And hundreds of people are watching the show over the course of the four hours for sure. Um, so that was pretty awesome. And uh, but if you did, on that note, though, if you did watch that show, you'd know I even was pretty honest in the show. I'm like, hey, yeah. my voice is like 80 percent of what it normally is. Yeah. We dropped a couple songs down, a couple keys, yep. a couple octaves, <laughs> like just to make it so I could actually sing it strong yep. and confident and not mess it up. Um, and that was again, that was live music too, just kind of going on the fly and doing what we could to entertain our best. But I'm uh, getting over being sick and I'm feeling a lot better now. Mm-hmm. I don't have COVID. I got checked. I did one of those home tests, which was delightfully horrible. Yeah, exactly. Um, no doing kidding. That test was not fun. You but did it in front of me, man. I did. You saw it. Yeah. And <laughs> it weird. was not fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, you were feeling so under the weather, right? I, I mean, know. it's like either you come back negative or you don't get your son, right? Because like, like he wasn't allowed to be here. Yeah, because... I, can't, I can't have him. Well, I might have COVID. I can't give it to him. Exactly. He hasn't, right? even, he hasn't had a shot. He gets his first shot on Wednesday. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not an option, right? Absolutely. So, um, so anyway, so that all that all being said, um, end in 2021 on a high. Yep. We have the song out. We have the album digitally out. As important as all of that, even I think we never viewed it as important before, but now we had a reality check and realized how valuable a website is. Yeah. We have our website up, which I'm beyond proud about, like the effort we put into making that website yeah. nice and like look professional and aesthetically good and easy to, to, to follow and flow sure. through and doesn't get you yeah. confused. Like it's, it's a great website. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. So another shameless plug for our website, officialloops.com, because it's wicked. And um, yeah, I think all in all, I'm tired. 
I'm ready to kick the door down to 2022. Sure. Yeah. And let's do this, man. Let's Absolutely. This. Well, you know what? I think that that's a great transition into our next segment, which is just talking about, you know, our past week, our week in review. And I know that you touched on a whole bunch of different things over this past week. Um, but I mean, you know, one of the things that we try and keep each other accountable for is making sure that we know what we're up to each week, what we've set out to do. So that's part of our goal section, which we will talk about a little bit later on for, you know, all those who are really looking to get something out of that section. Yeah. Right. You know, that's the stuff that, you know, three years ago, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I'm Absolutely. like, maybe yeah. I can send out an email to somebody who knows somebody about something. Right. And then maybe that'll lead somewhere. But, you know, now three years down the road, it's so much more focused and, you know, beyond actually just getting gigs. Right. So, um, with that being said, I mean, every single day, you know, Kevin and I have a little powwow because, you know, like he said, we got, we're roommates, we live together. Um, we're bandmates obviously. So pretty much anytime that we're in the same room and having a conversation, it always leads back to music. So whether we plan it or not, we always come back to the, to the topic of something that's happened even that day. Um, so throughout this week, I mean, we had a whole bunch of cool things that happened between our first single coming out. That's obviously number one out of anything, oh, right? Yeah. Our second is obviously the website. The website was such a long time coming. Like oh, my man. dad said, he said it was well overdue is, is what I said when, oh, uh, dude, when I Cox, even told him about Doug it. Cox is our producer. Um, we'll yeah. talk about him a lot over these episodes. Yeah. He's been a mentor to us. He's a legend in BC music. He's a BC music hall of famer. He's Grammy nominated. He's Juno nominated. Yeah. Like, he's amazing. He's the guy. And if anything, I'm proudest to say like, he's our friend. He's legitimately taking 100%. us under his wing and he's being our friend. Yes. Yeah. I can't thank Doug enough for just being in our lives and believing in us. And Doug himself, he's got a lot of connections. He knows a lot of people. He wants to do whatever he can to help us out. And when he looked at the website we were starting to put together in the summer, he was like, this, you need to fix this yesterday. Yeah, like, this, exactly. You, yeah. I can't talk like, about you guys. I, and and they're gonna, yeah. first thing anyone's going to say is, what's your website look like? For sure. So if you're listening to this and you don't have a website yet and you're trying to make it in music, make it your next, like make it the priority right now. Stop yeah. whatever you're working on. The, that EP, pretty much yeah. put it aside like like don't not work on it but add this to the priority list as high as even the next song that you're writing or working on or, well, or the shows you're booking like you thing, need right? to have this website now yeah like, get Absolutely. a website that looks professional you can get them you can do one yourself through HostGator, like 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 we set up or GoDaddy um, or whatever. GoDaddy, yeah. Yeah, like, a whole bunch of different sites that you can get we, all that kind of or stuff Or just done. network. We, we got a guy locally that's amazing. Um, Kevin Barlett at uh, River City Design. He's fantastic. Great guy. We talked to him about yep. our vision. We said, look, we don't have a lot of money. We tried to fumble fuck our way through a website. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Like, yeah. this is what we have. Can you just help us clean it up? For sure. He was amazing. Gave us a great rate. Absolutely. He and became a you friend know what? even. Like he any, really, really helped us. He's any, amazing. Anytime that we ended up, you know, throwing some idea that we thought was too out there to actually get done, like in a in a reasonable time frame, mm -hmm. he ended up coming back oh, a man. couple hours later. Oh, with, he was amazing. With like a professional, yeah. everything's perfect. So you might done. honestly, this probably doesn't help most people because you're probably not gonna find a Kevin. But <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, reach out to Kevin. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, I'm oh, sure, that's the thing. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you that you'd like the Kevin business, to do it right? for you. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, there you actually, go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, there. Uh, I think it's so important. So if you can learn anything from this podcast, like just actually knowledge, this is the first thing. Like if this is an actual, this is a media, you know, electronic um, vocal diary of yeah. our progress. Hence the name, Diary of an Indie Band. If I was writing this in a, in a diary notebook, and this was 1980, and this is how we were doing this, <laughs> yeah, I, I would be saying like. Website, 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 man. If I had any regrets of 2021, it's that I didn't 
end 2020 with a good website. Yeah. And then my year would be so much better and already more productive. And our year was fantastic, but I can't imagine where it would be if we just had a better website to start. So yeah. it's so important, man, this day and age, I didn't realize how valuable it is. So that was a huge learning thing. That's my, I mean, that's a week recap for us. I think that covers it up. Yeah, that's pretty much the only majority of our time. Yeah, that's pretty much the only one. The only thing that I was also going to touch on was um, for for those who are newer or starting to gig and you've got your merch or you've got your first physical album coming out and it's you've got the copy in your hand and somebody's wanting to buy it. Yeah. This thing called Square. Oh, yeah. The Square Square Reader is absolutely incredible. I think that it's also something totally worth your while. Yeah, that was a big thing for us this week, actually, too. Absolutely, it was. Because we used it to give away the the digital copies. It was. And you can encode, like, the... The like the, the receipts and yeah stuff. exactly. This like sounds like everything. a square ad, by the way. And I already joked about us being sponsored <laughs> exactly. by Yager. We're not sponsored by anyone. Clearly, this is our first episode. <laughs> exactly, we have yeah. zero listeners yeah. when we're making this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Square. Hey, if you want to sponsor us, eventually we will happily work something out with you. Yeah. But um, this is just two dudes that are trying to fumble their way through the darkness and make this work. We're learning lots of mistakes. We didn't have a Square reader until recently. Yeah. Um, and we learned the hard way because we had. An awesome couple, um, husband and wife, that came up to one of our shows in Sun Peaks up in the mountains um, outside of Kamloops. Yeah, like last month. Yeah, last month. And uh, they wanted to spend like $100 on merch. Yep. Um, they couldn't get their their e-transfers to work properly. Yeah. And that's how we accepted it if people didn't have cash. Yeah. Just, hey, send us an e-transfer. Well, that's great and all. But if you don't have any cell service, what are you going to do? Like, Yeah, exactly. That's it. You've now lost the sale. And thankfully, the happy ending of that story is that we actually lucked out and they did end up getting back us to us yeah. later but i yeah. was convinced i was like pissed yeah not at them but i was pissed at just us well, just, for yeah. not being prepared i'm like you know what yeah. man we dropped the ball like that nice lady i guarantee you she's not gonna con and that's just the old salesman in me before i became a cop yeah like i used to be a salesman and i'm like that's it we lost the impulse she was at the show she was having the best night of her life she wanted to buy you know some shirts and hats for her kids when she comes back to camps and visits for christmas and you know she was gonna be like i saw this cool band they were great check them yeah. out and she lost the impulse. We're gone. She'll see some other band two weeks from now. She'll buy their merch. Like yeah. that, you got to be able to strike while the iron's hot. That's sales one on one. Right. And I was pissed, so I went and I, lo- I literally ordered Square that night. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. F this. We're getting yeah. Square right now. We're not going through this ever again. And Square is really, really wicked. If you sign up, you get like a free um, little reader you can put into your cell phone, and yeah. it just it's it's so you can tap like um, or you can swipe. Yeah, it's it, credit cards and we, stuff. We need to get like the bigger one, the, the, one. the actual yeah. terminal. So, we can use like a debit card and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we'll be sure to be, actually get that. But the one we have right show. now is what the one that you can. You it's can just swipe, the swipe, right? yeah. just the swipe. So like, and it's just for credit cards. Okay, it's so that's all right but, to start. But regardless, like you can actually like manually enter stuff. It'll but we didn't know all, that though when we ordered it. We didn't know you could you could enter like all your inventory. Um, well, that's the thing. Eventually, right? we're gonna have it. Actually, I mean, just after like I got the reader, I'm like going through all this kind of stuff through the Square re- website, and I'm like, holy, yeah, this is better because this actually takes everything that we had over multiple Excel sheets and yeah, like whatever oh, yeah. else and piles it all into one place. Keeps your inventory in track. Um, your sales, transactions volumes, and like for taxes, that kind Absolutely. of stuff. It like all keeps it all in one place. And now it 100% sounds like an ad. Oh, that's okay. Though. It's hey, not it's the best ad Square ad ever, all. man. We're going to actually take a cut of this part of the podcast <laughs> and send it to Square. Be like, hey, guys, how's this for a Square ad? <laughs> no, this, we're just being honest, guys. And yeah, um, yeah if we hear somebody we like, we're going to tell you about them. Yep. If we encounter something we like, we're going to tell you about it. For the only sure. thing we're not going to do is if someone rubs us the wrong way or someone pisses us off, we might tell you a story so you can learn from our experiences. Yep. 
we're not going to name names. I mean, Ed Sheeran is our There's, idol. We we look we yeah. idolize the guy. We are determined to to meet Ed. We're going to find Ed Sheeran and Ed Sheeran catching gonna Ed, list, catching Ed, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ed's gonna <laughs> Ed Sheeran's gonna eventually listen to our our album. Yeah, That's, we're determined. Even if we have to kidnap him and play it for him in the basement, like oh my yeah. god, this is gonna go live and then it goes viral. It's it like, goes viral. These guys, these guys want to murder Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> we love Ed Sheeran, so um, we actually do, but not did, in a crazy, well, not in a crazy stalker way. No, not at all. <laughs> in a respectful family. Well, you know what? Just so like people don't know that we're that crazy. When we first started playing, I think that the very first song that we ever did, because I knew it on guitar, it was one of the, one of the first songs that I ever learned was Eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. and then we sung that one together. It was one of yeah, our first songs came, when you came and checked out my open mic show because you were my competitor. Exactly. So I on think the same night. Absolutely. I mean, and then we ended up having more Ed Sheeran songs in common where like I would just know the, we were the almost chords an Ed or whatever. cover band. We were close. We were, we were close. close. So as much as we're joking about it, we don't actually want to kill Ed Sheeran <laughs> for legal purposes and all for other purposes. <laughs> for that's why I said and all other purposes. <laughs> for moral purposes. So no exactly. one we want to murder Ed yeah. Sheeran. Um <laughs> So that brings us to, <laughs> um, if there's an awkward silence, it makes it seem like we actually do want to kill Ed Sheeran. I know it's even worse. No, but we, we do really idolize him. And the whole point I was trying to make is that one thing we, I really respect about Ed Sheeran is Ed Sheeran actually straight up doesn't, he never talks ill of anybody. So even if he has stories to tell, he wants people to learn from his experiences, but he'll be like, yeah, this artist, I'm not going to say names. And yeah. he'll tell his story and he'll never mention names. And it's like, at this point, dude, you're so much bigger than whoever you're telling the story about. It does. It's not going to come back to bite you because they treated you shitty at some Brit Award show in 2011 when you were new. But, but he refuses. It's just his that's, principle. That's who he is. Yeah. And that's right? who we are, too. So we're never going to talk ill of anybody, but we are going to try to let you guys learn and share from our stories. And honestly, even if nobody ends up learning anything from us and it's just our family and friends that listen to this, who cares? This is a fun way for us to vent, talk about our week's positive Negative. Well, and keeps get our, our frustrations out. Keep ourselves focused. Keeps ourselves focused and keeps each other in check, right? So, you know, this year we've got so much on the go, and we're so excited for what twenty two has in store for us that yeah, we we can't stop. Like we can't stop for like one week no. and and not, you know, have anything. I happen. think this keeps the foot like, on that's, the gas. That's right? the thing. It keeps the engine revving, right? Like we're you know if we're going to Ontario, if we're going to Toronto or whatever, we got to keep moving. Oh yeah, man. Right. I. I've driven to Winnipeg and I don't want to get stuck like between like Regina and Winnipeg where there's literally nothing for yep. kilometers and kilometers. Right. So hundreds and hundreds of kilometers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a shitty drive. It, it sucks. That's yeah. funny. Actually, do you remember last summer when I, I no was it two summers ago in 2020? I drove by myself. Yeah. I just needed a couple weeks away. Story, yeah. Yeah. And I drove, I drove to Ontario by myself, um, to see my family for a couple of weeks. Sebastian and, and, um, and I's, well, my ex. So Sebastian's mom, um, my ex. So we have like a cool arrangement where we each give each other a couple of weeks in the summertime, like most, you know, parents at yeah. the 50 50 establishment, uh, do it. And, um, Basically, for my couple of weeks, I was like, you know what? He's at his mom's anyways. I'm just going to drive back to Ontario. I'll be very COVID careful. I stayed yeah. in like hotels and made sure I cleaned the room when I got it. Like I was really, really paranoid about it and uh, barely stopped on the way. Got all the way to Ontario. And as I'm driving back, there was this huge like prairie storm. That's what John's laughing. He knew know. the story before I said it. And I was like, I was so excited, right? Because I, I grew up in Ontario and a lot of people know my story. I was in the RCMP for 10 years and I joined the RCMP and winter 2008 and graduated in april 2009 so 
I didn't see even like the summer storms then because yeah. I was there during the winter and it was yeah. the coldest winter in 33 years. It was brutal. And uh, other than that, I've lived in Kamloops, BC, one of the hottest and driest places in all of Canada. Which this past year was absolutely brutal. It was insane. Yeah. And I lived in London, Ontario, and I was born in England. So it's like I never saw a prairie storm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like sending John messages and I'm literally like an hour and a half away from the storm still. I'm just oh, yeah. you know, way off in the distance. And yeah. I'm like sending him pictures and stuff as I'm driving. I'm like, yo, dude, you should check out this storm. It's nuts. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude, that's a prairie storm. <laughs> I'm like, there's yeah, lightning exactly. in the sky, but it's not hitting the ground. It's in the clouds. <laughs> yeah. it's end of days. He's like, I've seen thousands of those because you grew up where? In Winnipeg. I grew up in Winnipeg. So I'm, I'm used to that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just one of those things that, I mean, also like outside, you know, over this past week has been like minus 25, minus 30 here in Kamloops, which in Winnipeg, that's, that's hockey weather. You go play hockey outside. And although we did say literally, literally, I remember as a kid, if it hit minus 30 without the wind chill, then practice outside would be canceled. And I'm not joking. That's, that was, that was the bar. And I still wanted to go play because I was like, 14 and still wanted to get outside and play hockey with my buddies um anyway we're super off topic now that's okay man that's the point of this podcast i want it to be off so, topic. well that's the thing although right? hey I, I need to interject though we did say i even said it to you i was like you know what did you notice that it feels like negative 25 negative 30 this week it feels like a, it's a different kind of cold than it is back home yeah. back home for both of us is relative though well, i'm ontario that's, you're that's Winnipeg. Exactly it's it, very yeah. humid where, where we're from yeah it's not humid out here no no like Kamloops is actually like a semi-desert right yeah, so which, climate, which yeah. is why i was reading like a cbc article actually like this past week or the week before or something like that where they're like Kamloops was hit like the hardest out of like all climates in all of canada like year. if you lived in Kamloops, you got hit the worst oh god it's like because we had floods out here which yep. you know we had to get through floods to get our album done i know it was absolutely brutal november floods we had we had the summer heat. summer fires we drove through fires we had fires in august absolutely we had smoke outside that was so bad that we were obviously big golf fans which oh, yeah, if, you, man. if you follow us on instagram you'll see we're gonna talk about golf a lot in this podcast too. tons of golf it's content on there podcast it's loop golf hour <laughs> exactly right um but I mean, like, the, it was so bad that like we couldn't even finish nine holes. Like, it was that bad that the smoke outside. Well, I finished. Just, I finished nine. Okay, holes. sure, buddy. You out after eight. <laughs> yeah. No, it was bad. You could feel particles in your lungs. I remember well, getting like, like pieces of ash it, in it was, my eyes. It was it was snowing ash. It was yeah. It was disgusting. That wasn't it was, healthy. It was that anyway, might have knocked so, five years off both of our lives. Probably, but. Either way, we got our album done because we had to drive through that. We had to drive through Lydon, which unfortunately it's burned down, and I'm not sure where the project is now and making the town come back. Because no, it got flooded. But, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's been insane hit by so many different brutal, but I mean, there was also the heat warnings and the heat, you know, where it hit, like, well, we played a gig in 45 degrees. How hot was it when we played that gig up in, it was 39, 39 up in the mountains where it's colder. And then the three hours north of Kamloops. The next day was when Lytton burned down. Yes. Cause Kamloops got to 45 or 48 or something. Yeah. Lytton was 51, I think, or something. It broke the record for Canada. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely brutal. Anyway. So. It's bad weather uh, this year in general for everybody. We're yeah. not the only ones. No, absolutely. I'm, but, I'm, um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, that was a fun little sidebar. So that was basically our week in review. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, yeah, we're, we're getting through this podcast. And like we, like we said, like we have a structure, but like we also want to make it unique. I mean, right? yeah. Like we, we're just going to be talking about structure ourselves. Structure schmuckster. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the next segment, like we do want to talk about a new song, a new, absolutely new music. Of the week, right? So um, I, I think that the song that we've both picked is self-explanatory because there's no other song that we could pick. 
Oh, yeah, Parachute. 100%. Parachute That's by the song, Lutz. guys. If you haven't already downloaded it, please go download it now. It's on every streaming service. It's our first single. It's song two on the album. We're really proud of it. Absolutely. I, I honestly think it's it's a hit. I, I really, truly do. I think it's a mainstream song. That's why we picked it. It's not like every song on the album. Um, this song and our next single, Checking Out, which will come out in yeah. a month, they're both very like radio top 40. A lot of our songs are what you expect from loops, piano, guitar, acoustic, sad, yeah. happy. Like we want to run the gauntlet of emotions and we think the album really balances that well, but Parachute is our song to kick the doors down to 2022. And that's why we did pick New Year's Eve as a night to do it. Absolutely. Um, it was so, also the last song that we wrote before going into the studio. It was. Which I'm super proud of. I mean, we, we went in with about two weeks of, I would say practicing the song, but we didn't really practice it. We played yeah, it was it only like, written a couple weeks. We before played it like we three or four times, yeah. not even four, like two or three times, like live. Yeah, we like in front of an audience shows, or yeah. something like that. And you know what? I think that we. Well, sometimes the universe just kind of speaks to you, right? Yeah. And that song, we didn't know what song was going to be our first single. We're like, do we we have checking yeah. out? We have a couple songs all for you that are like collide. They're really upbeat and they're fun, but are they like that really assertive like? perfect radio like this hit. makes sense why it's right? the first yeah like, right this like, is like you listen to the album song. and it's like i get it 18 you know? by each year and we already brought the example up yeah right? exactly it's not his best song but it's a great song it's memorable you still talk about it 10 years later we mm -hmm. still sing it 10 years later it's For a sure. great song that gives you an idea now i know what i'm hearing when i hear 18 i know what ed sheeran is yeah we needed a song like that yeah and yeah it, it just kind of came to me naturally yeah when you were just practicing we could tell the story of it actually. well i was just messing around before i was giving a guitar lesson like i was just getting ready because like i i i don't know hadn't played in like three days or something like that yeah, so i'm like i'm gonna sit down yep. i'm gonna sit down so i'm not super cold going into this lesson so i sat down and was just messing around with chords and i'm like i'm gonna put a capo onto the third fret and then like i i started like playing like this like little riff or whatever yeah, a little chord progression and then you came down at, at, from like upstairs and you're no like, no 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 not at all dude i was in the kitchen yeah because you were in the you were here and I, you were in the living room and i was in the kitchen and it was like three minutes or something before six o'clock before your lesson was going to start. It was something like that. Because I was hearing you in the kitchen. And I'm like, I, I spoke through like the little peekaboo, like yeah. whatever that server yeah. window is kind of thing yeah. between kitchens and dining rooms. And I was like, oh, what is that, man? What song yeah. is that? And whenever I do that, like 99% of the time, it's something he just made up and we I'm get I'm like, a song what are you talking it. about, dude? Like, I'm literally just messing around right now. But this now. was funny because a lot of times he's like, oh, this is something I've been working on for a while. This time he yeah. looked at me like I'm crazy. He's like, I'm just I'm playing like, chords. Literally nothing. And yeah. I'm like, I love it. Hold on. Don't move. Don't change it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, keep playing. And I run out into the into the kitchen. Oh, sorry, into the living room. And I grab my phone and I start recording. And I literally got a minute and like 30 seconds of him playing. Only the last 20 seconds, he actually started it, playing it, the same thing again. The, the same thing that you remember. heard because I'm like, I don't know what I was doing. I, know. I was just messing around. I'm, I'm just like, messing oh, around with it, chords and little like, like little, yeah. little licks and whatever else. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then on so you only knocks, had don't, that, don't, like, don't, yeah, you only had, I think that it knocked like while we were like recording or whatever did. it was, yeah, right? Yeah, only made it a minute and a half in. Yeah, exactly. And then I took it back to the kitchen and while you did your lesson, I wrote like the whole yeah. chorus and, but to me, I've told the story a couple of times, but not too often. It almost felt, it was weird. Like, um, this might sound strange to anybody, but I'm being totally honest. Like to me, it felt like I was listening to the song, like from the future, man. Like it was so yeah. cool. It was it was like if, if, if you're listening to this right now and you can picture this, picture some song you know really well, but you don't know the words perfect and you're trying to hear it in your head and you can kind of, you know exactly how it goes. You even know the melody. You even know kind of most of the words, but you don't remember it perfect. It's like remembering a song from years ago that used to be your favorite song. You can't barely remember it. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like to me. I was just like, I knew 
how it sounded. I could hear it in my head, but I didn't have all the words ironed out perfectly. Yeah. But it was like I could hear the song perfectly. It was the only time I've written a song that we've done that I've had it that that, vivid, that clear where it felt yeah. like it was like a rip in the space time continuum. And the song literally was sent from future Kevin and John and I was hearing it. It was really strange. And yeah, that's and then as soon as we finished the uh, he finished his lesson, like 45 minutes later, yep. they left. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. And I came out to the living room and we're like. Yeah, this well, is what no, I no, no, you're just so like, dude, I'm so stoked. I, you just need to listen to this, yeah. right? So then you sang it like acapella, and I'm like, sing it to the guitar, sing dude. it to the guitar, yeah. But then you're like, do this, do this, do yeah, this, yeah. because that's kind of like how you did it before. Yeah. And then you like showed me like the last 20 seconds, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, kind of know what I was doing. And then right? we got into typical loops writing where um, it's well, pretty well, funny. You you showed me the chorus, and I'm like, that's amazing. And then I took a picture of the chorus. Yeah, you did, yeah. Because I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Good night. Right. That's basically how it went. Yeah. But then like as I was like talking to Alina, like my girlfriend, like I'm like, you know what? I kind of have like a slight idea of like what the like chorusy like or not the chorusy, but the verse yep. part of the song could be on guitar. And then maybe he'll get an idea and then we'll call it an idea or whatever. Yeah. Right. And then you ended up writing like all of the verses thereafter because it was oh, just no, like, yeah, we're just I was just, it's like, just hey, like, dude, this this seems to fit really, really yeah. well. And then you're like, for sure it does. Well, we do what we normally do, which is just you'll which I love and it's amazing. And I wouldn't be able to write without someone that can do this, but you'll play and you've a couple times have tried to just record mm -hmm. on like a loop yeah. and it just doesn't have the same feel for either yeah. of us. So you'll play literally until your fingers are bleeding. Like yeah. you, they're literally raw yeah. and you'll play for 45 minutes. So you played for like half hour, 45 minutes and you're just playing over and over and over again. And I'm writing and it's funny, Alina even has pictures and I, I'm in my writing process, yeah. as I get closer to the ground, I know I'm kind of nailing yeah. it. And I'm eventually I'm laying on the ground in the living room, just writing 100%. on the floor and you're, you're, you were playing and boom. Yeah. Within an hour we had the entire song done and it was yeah. just, it was very kismet, man. It was, it was, it was, it was destiny. Like that song was yeah. meant to be our first single. So hundred percent. So we talked a lot longer about that than we did, than we did before. Cool. That's but, okay, man. But that was, that was right before them. Like basically the point where we realized, we, we realized recording. that we were, uh, Hey dude, sorry. So uh, I'm not, I didn't record it. With all this like, being said, um, we're going to get into the, the new song that neither of us know. Right. Because yes. I'm sure that when checking out comes out, we'll also be like, you know, what's the song of the week? Checking I'll out. be checking out. Right. So with all that being said, well, um, do you want Kev, to first, you want me to go, Kev, I want to hear what you've got. Okay. So my song is by an artist from London, Ontario named Christopher Niles. Um, quick backstory. Uh, Chris has been a friend of mine since high school. I was, not the confident person I am today when I was younger. Um, mm -hmm. We had a lot of childhood obstacles and drama and trauma, both of them in my yeah. life growing up. Um, I'll get into tons of those stories over the, over the time, over this podcast, but to keep it succinct and keep to the point, um, Chris was uh, the cool guy in school that was in a band called Cap Gun. I really admired and looked up to because he was doing stuff I wished I had the confidence to do. Nice. And I thought he was awesome. I always idolized him. Still to this day, I look up and think he's doing amazing. And cool. he's, uh, he's got a beautiful family. Um, I've stayed in contact with him. I've been fortunate enough to stay friends with him over the years. And um, yeah, he's in a band called Partners in Health in London, Ontario. So look them up if you ever want to. But he's doing a lot of solo stuff lately. Um, you can actually find him on Instagram at at styles so at s-t-y-e-i-l-e-s and the song that i've picked is his single that he released on new year's eve called adult town so new year's eve was that the the exact same like time that like we released yeah yeah oh that's awesome i think new year's eve or new year's day maybe it was new year's day he actually leaves adult town i thought it maybe was new year's eve it was either new year's eve or new year's day um cool. he released adult town he has another one that came out um today i think oh really um, but i wanted to focus on adult town that's for awesome. now cool. um and yeah you yeah, can I definitely find it at, you can find it at christopher j niles on spotify 
and it's called Adult Town, just like it sounds. Cool. Give me a clip, buddy. really really good cool. i was gonna say good and then i was also also gonna say cool so it's it kind of cool. like cool good, good. good. yeah anyway good. i think that that's really really awesome i think that that's pretty cool um you said that he's out in london ontario hey yeah man yeah so he's uh i remember growing up like he was a huge sloan fan um he nice. actually got me into sloan so listen to like coax me and stuff kind of got like, that vibe to it yeah hey? so it's got yeah. kind of like kind of the mid 90s kind of vibe to it and I like it, man. He knows his lane. He's in it. And um, yeah, yeah, I think it's super chill. I like the rain. Like there's a lot of, I really like about that song a lot. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, yeah, I think it's super fun. So check it out. Um, not that we think he needs our promotion, but we want to just do what we can just to kind of spread the love and spread new music to people. So well, that's check one out of the my things. buddy Chris's uh, song, Adult yeah. Town. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we're always going to be bringing up is supporting other artists, right? Like yeah, that's, that's such a big thing for us. That's since day one, right? Open mic. That's how we started, right? Mm-hmm. How do you not support other artists at open mic, Absolutely. right? Like that's you don't go to an open mic thinking that you're the best one in the room. And even if you do think that you're the best room in the one in the room, you aren't going about it, you know, like you're you know, top shit or well, whatever. Well, if you are, you're not going to, you're not going to stick around. No yeah, exactly. Like, like I, yeah. like I probably wouldn't, <laughs> to be honest, yeah, ask you to come back. Like, no, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm pretty straightforward. It's not a talent competition, man. It's not American Idol. Like everyone's no, exactly. just going there to share their music and have fun. Right. So that's where we came from. And I think that we've kind of carried that mentality. And I said, I think even on this pod, if not, it was on the one that we didn't record. But, yeah. You know, many, many hands make light work and a rising yeah. tide lifts all ships. So if we can at least help um, lift the people around us, we hope they will help us out as well in turn. For right. sure. And if yeah. you're an artist listening to this, follow us on Instagram. Go follow, go follow sorry, Chris on Instagram. And uh, we 100%, I can guarantee that we will always follow an artist that follows us. Yeah. As long as they continue to follow us, we'll never not follow you back. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we, right? Who cares? I don't, I'm not going to have any shame if we have 50,000 followers and we follow 50,000 other artists. Like, yeah, cool, well, I mean, great. that's the thing, right? Care. That's, that's our community, yeah. right? So I like helping I, other people up. Yeah, exactly. For, for as much as, you know, I know that other artists really focus on, you know, the number between followers to following yep. and all that kind of stuff. I think that Good you really have to remember, you know, your community, right? Like, why are you doing this? Exactly. Like, are you doing this, you know, just because you want to be the biggest, best person in the in, in the world and you need to always have that kind of like validation? Because I don't know if that's really going to get you as far as you hope. Exactly. It's is just my thinking. And, you know, I'm not bashing on anybody who wants to go about that way because I know, like even Ed Sheeran, 
Yep. Ed Sheeran only like follows like two people or something like that. And once it's like record cool. label and that's fine. But Ed Sheeran's also at a different level. If, if, if sure. Instagram came out when Ed Sheeran started, he probably would have followed all his friends. Like he, there's, I have no Absolutely. doubt in my mind he would have followed yeah. everybody. So yeah. That's a lot of that is different too, right? That's, that's him and Universal or whatever, you know, music group he's with. Yeah. Um, Warner and they're like, hey, Ed, like you only follow two people. That's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, cool. It's out of my hands. Exactly. So anyway, um, so that's my new music for the week. I like that. I like that a lot. Chris and Niles, Adult Town, at Styles. Check it out, guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the one that I got for this week is a little bit, oh man, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, it's it's called Part of Me by Noah Kahan. Okay. If, I hope that I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I've actually never heard of this guy until until Lena showed me this song like a couple days ago and nice. went on. Um, I fell in love with this song. I think that it's really, really awesome. It's kind of got, you know, a Vance Joy passenger kind of like feel to the song. Okay. Okay. So I'm excited to show this to everybody. Um, cool. Noah Kahan, I've got his Instagram. It's just Noah Kahan music N O A H K A H A N. Okay. Music. Sweet. Like the word like music. The word music, all one word. Yeah. And then it's all just one word. He's a verified artist. He's got like 120 followers. So 120 followers? 120,000 followers. 120,000. Okay, cool. I was like, how did he get verified at 120, man? I don't know, We're not man. Verified, we have 1,800. <laughs> um, Regardless, I think that, you know, he's got awesome music. It looks like he's uh, got tons on the go. I Sweet. don't know too much else, but I'm right, going to well, play you guys Let's discover them together. Does sound like a like like it that sounds sounds like passenger it's like passenger you know He's what I'm got gonna like look a, up super quick is he passenger <laughs> I don't think are that you he sure is it's not like a side all. project for passenger no I don't think so at all oh man that's not what I meant to pull up I love it I think it's fantastic and I think got, so too I like I mean, the finger picking kind of at the beginning yeah like, it's nice yeah. hey. I like the energy to the song too. Yeah, that's good, man. I like that one. I'm gonna actually add that one to a playlist for sure. It's Send uh, me that one after. Yeah, hundred percent. I will. It's uh, yeah, written by yeah Noah Kahan, Nick Atkinson, wow. and Holloway. 
Well, remember so, we heard that we heard that one song of Fix You and you were convinced it actually was Coldplay. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's this other yeah, dude. 100%. And he was just singing it like, when you try your best and you don't succeed. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But he sings a whole song like that. It sounded almost Stuck identical. There was only like when he like goes up to like falsetto or something yeah, like Yeah, then that. you, you know what like, you oh, notice. Okay, that like, sounds okay. slightly different than yeah. um, Chris Martin. Yeah. You're like, that's not Chris Martin. But it was, yeah. And, and that dude's been great. So. Yeah. Good for that guy, I don't man. Know, regardless, right. I think that Noah that's Cahan. super cool. I like it. Yeah, Noah Cahan. I mean, I've never heard of him before. That's um, a fun driving It was only when too. I started researching him before this podcast here today that I'm like, oh, he's kind of established. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. That's But okay, I mean, though. that's that's awesome. That's that's awesome. And I think that, you know, good music always travels, right? So, so if you listen to this and um, yeah, you want to let us know on socials, which uh, which one you preferred, let us know, man. Hey. You got the uh, you got the heavyweight. We got Nokahan, who's got a hundred thousand, sure. or we got <laughs> maybe Chris we'll Niles, the underdog. Yeah, we'll why not? Yeah, why we'll, not? We'll man. start up like a page or something like that. On yeah, Facebook, which one? Maybe. Which, who are we gonna who are we yeah. gonna vote for this week? And, yeah, exactly. Um, that'll be a little fun thing too. We'll see who wins the title for the week. Yeah, exactly. Chris um, Niles, vote for Chris Niles. There we go. Absolutely. You know what? Like that's the thing is like I think that like both like we've got we've got similar tastes for sure. Obviously, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We'll have fun um, with this each week. We'll have, we'll have fun yeah. with these segments. And if you do listen to this and you're an artist and you want to get on here, cool. Um, definitely do it. Send us your stuff. The beauty about podcasts is this, this podcast email. is still gonna be here. Fifty podcasts from now is the first one's always gonna exist, right? So yeah. if you're hearing this down the road, that's okay too. Um, our our email for everything um, for the podcast related is gonna be dib. At officialloops.com. D-I-B as in Diary of an Indie Band. Yeah. So D-I-B, super easy, all three letters, at officialloops, all one word, dot com. Yeah. So send us an email. Let us know what you think of uh, Chris's song and of Noah Cahan's song. And Parachute. And Parachute, of course. <laughs> if, hey, if you think Parachute takes yeah. the title for the week, good. Yeah. You're, you're doing your job cool. as, as a yeah. supporter of Loops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being said, you know what? We're going to get into our next thing, which is our uh, top five. Ooh, we are, where are we at? We're about 52 minutes into our podcast for today. Um, it's probably going to be a lot shorter on the actual like version that we end up posting at this point. It's probably going to be at like the 45 minute mark or something. Like, I don't know, 48 minute mark. Yeah, you don't have to talk about that stuff. I don't know. but <laughs> it, Well, I mean, I don't want anybody to be like, really? 52 minutes right no now, No one cares, John? man. If they're listening to a podcast, I listen to podcasts all the time that are like two hours long. <laughs> John doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts yet. He listens to some, but not yet. like I do. I, I, I digest podcasts at like an incredible amount. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to talk about our top fives for this week. So our top fives, um, you know, are going to be different week by week. We're going to talk about um, maybe the same thing, you know, because I'm not going to tell Kev what I'm going to do. He's not going to tell me what he's going to do. Exactly. Um, Kev, do you want to start this week? Sure, man. Sure. Um, so my top five I'm bringing this week is my top five moments of 2021. Cool. So these are no particular order, um, but these are five moments that really stood out to me over the course of 2021 that I thought were just amazing moments that kind of summed up my year. I like it. So, um, First one was the day that we wrote, or sorry, that we recorded in the studio um, in uh, Comox Valley with yeah. Doug uh, checking out. And then we went, so we recorded it that evening. And I made a big speech before the start of going into the vocal booth the very first time. Yeah. The first day that it I was, was the, recording. It was like our third day there. It was or the Sunday or it the Saturday. That we did the checking out? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, the, the first the, time I recorded. That, yeah. that you went into yeah. the booth, it was. Yeah, yeah I don't remember what days. day, but it was like our third day there or something because you did. You did instrumentals for a couple of days. Yeah. And um, and I made a big speech just saying, hey, like, thank you guys all for being here. Um, and I said to Doug specifically, I'm like, look, like, I want you to get the best out of me. Like, I, I know that there's greatness inside of me and I know I'm a good singer to begin with, but I really want the best. So mm -hmm. just 
if you if I got to be in there for for days and days and days, I don't care. Just get the best out of me. I know it's there. Yeah. So he's like, all right. And um, when we were recording, checking out, he got levels out of me I didn't think existed, which was amazing. And I yeah. really felt like I leveled up as a singer that day. Yep. Um, hit some notes I didn't think I could. And uh, it was awesome. And I think you guys are going to love the final product. It was amazing. But I owe all that to Doug. It was a life-changing moment. And then that was that night. And then the next day, we played a round of golf um, at the Crown Isle Golf Course, um, which is a great golf course in Courtney, BC. And that's where we were staying at the yeah. resort. It was awesome. And we played a round of golf. And I shot a personal best, beat my personal best by like four points, uh, like by, by four shots. Um, so I shot an 83 instead of an 87. You nice. shot your personal best as well that yeah. day. You shot an 87 instead of your personal best, which previously was a 91. Yeah. Um, it was pouring rain. It was just, it was an unreal day. Like every shot felt like we were throwing darts. It was unreal how good the day was. Yeah. And I well, remember. That's, that's the thing too, even for me. Like I remember I didn't even break 90 by that point. You never broken. I think it was like 95 that I had never broken or something like that. I don't know. It was something, it was something absolutely insane. Yeah, well, your personal best was a 91, and then you beat it by four strokes. You shot an 87, because I have a picture of me with the 83 and you with Right, the because I shot the 91, like, two days before that yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was nuts. When we played the previous round, yeah. Yeah. So, I remember it was such a crazy, awesome day that I literally walked away from that. I, I was back in the hotel room, and I was having, like, an existential crisis. Like, I was actually freaking out. Like, you I was were. having almost a panic attack, so I'm like... It was, like, a Wednesday or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, what is what is going on, man? Like, this feels like... I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but I feel like like I'm in like a dream and I'm going to wake up and I don't want to wake up from this dream because yeah. this dream is amazing. Like yeah. this is the best dream of my life. And this feels like the real deal. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was awesome. It was an amazing, amazing day. Um, so that was that's on there. Could um, I touch on that super quick? Sure. Yeah, of course. I, I, I don't know exactly how we're going to be going about this. If we're going to talk about all five and then talk about it later, like whatever. It else. No, 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 not at all. But yeah, I think like while we go fluid. through it, I just want to like make a like quick point that sure. like while we were in the studio that day um, with you recording, checking out. I, I, I want to emphasize that like you were in there from probably 10 o'clock in the morning until like eight o'clock at night or something. Yeah, like that. It, was it was crazy. It was a brutal day where like you weren't able to like do that in one sh like not, oh. not no, 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 you did that in one shot. Yeah, but like yeah. I think that the ordinary like musician wouldn't do that in one sitting one session like yeah. that for your vocal cords. That's tough. Yeah, it was crazy. That's man. tough. But yeah, I mean, like the, like even like near the end where we're like stretching you to like get those kind of like gravelly sounds out of yeah, your and voice and whatnot notes. it's like yeah exactly rock I mean, star notes that, that you know right? so many people like touch on like when they've hear, heard the song because they got the pre-release um you know i think that that's just like an absolutely incredible day so i i i am so glad that you brought that one up because i wasn't sure what you were going to bring up yeah, yeah this, for sure right? yeah, so i'm so glad that you touched on that thanks man and and actually i think that's your one of your favorites and i know it's one of my favorites um it's one of my favorite pictures ever to be honest and there's a photo that i think john took and yeah. i'm literally sitting outside of the vocal yeah. booth and i'm drenched like i'm literally like head to toe drenched in sweat and I'm just kind of looking up at the sky and I'm just like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm so spent. Well, and the thing with that, ounce of my soul, the thing that. with that photo, so proud of that is, photo. is that like, it was, it was natural. Like I didn't, Oh, that was, that, that wasn't staged. <laughs> you were exhausted. That's why I don't even know. I think you took it. But. I, I took it because I'm like, this guy has poured his heart out yeah. for the last number of hours or whatever. Yeah. It was crazy. And you know, we got it. Yeah. We got it though. We, we got, got it. it yeah. And then you're just like, fuck. Well, I think I'm proudest of that, to be honest, more than just the result. I'm proudest because I asked for it and I was like, just treat me like a racehorse, man. And honestly, like, if you think I can go faster, freaking whip me. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is my moment, right? Like, and 
it, it's you know it's so cliche but it's true like Eminem eight mile it's like you got one moment one shot and I was in that in that booth and it was like I'm am I gonna step up or not right step up or step aside yep and I and I think I stepped up and I know I stepped up in that moment actually and I'm really proud of that so yep. that to be honest that might be number one with a bullet I think we could probably lock that one in as like number it. one um another moment is uh golf with Sebastian on Father's Day Aww. um it was really cool um him and his mom um which was really thoughtful they went and they got actual custom made uh callaway golf shirt that actually had our loops logo inscribed on mm-hmm. it like an actual stitched in loops logo on the chest yeah. and i was so proud to wear that i went out with seb and i went with uh, my best friend since i was 11 matt robinson yep um he's also become one of your best friends yep. john um and I'd, honestly i would say i have like three four people in the world that are like brothers to me um that aren't my blood and it's it's you obviously as a best friend it's matt it's jeff boshane back in ontario um, John Skalski, Brett yeah. Jansen, like those are my five people. Right? Yeah. If I was getting married tomorrow, like they would walk down the aisle, kind of, they would stand beside me. So, um, that's, that's a big deal to me. And, uh, and that Matt was there as well. Um, he's my brother and him and his daughter, Alyssa, the four of us basically went and we played golf together. Um, it was only nine holes. It was at this course in town called Mount Paul. It wasn't, it's, it's the easier course in town. It's probably yeah. the easiest course. Uh, there's only a couple par fours, but, um, for whatever reason, I was just, I was having so much fun. I felt so proud playing with Seb <laughs> that I was on fire and I had six straight pars to start the round. I was so proud. I remember telling you after yeah. Matt was like blown away. He's like, what's happening? Like I was throwing darts. It was well, amazing. for those of you who know about like golf handicaps, like I think at the time you were like an 18 handicap yeah, for sure. Or something it was. like that. Yeah. Right. And I worked my way back to that because I finished last year ahead of you and Matt. We, yeah. we all got memberships together at the course where yeah. John now works. And I I got to 18.6 and we were stoked. I was the only one to break 20 last year. You were. And I, I ended the year at like a 22, 22 or something. Or so. Same like as that. Matt. And then we start this year. I was garbage. I was hitting over 100 every round. I, I My handicap went back up to like 21 kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got it back down to around 18 for Father's Day early enough in the season. But I was getting it back on track. And yeah, that was that was an amazing round just because I got to do it with my son. He got to yeah. see me playing so great. And then I remember I bogeyed um, hole seven. I parred hole hole eight, and then I bogeyed hole nine again. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just but he finished two over through nine holes. Two over through nine holes. That's which was crazy, such a cool, man. And that was a record for the three of us. Like yeah. it was the lowest score we've done yeah. at that course. Um, it's a par thirty two, so we shot a thirty four. Like it was amazing. It was so. It was just the, doing that with my son. That was super cool. So, anyways, yeah. that's self-explanatory. That's that's on there. Um, another Sebastian one was uh, Spider-Man Three: No Way Home. I saw that with Seb on his birthday a few weeks ago. Yeah, took him on the twentieth. His birthday was on the sixteenth. Um, I actually, it's kind of a double one because I went and snuck off and saw it that night by myself <gasps> on the Thursday night. Um, I was like, I need to see the this, drama. man. I'm going to get spoilers. I got to watch this movie without any. I'm, I'm not going to invite John. I'm not going to invite anyone. Like, I yeah. just there's one ticket left, and I had an extra ticket from. Back yeah. before COVID when I got all these tickets with yeah. my Amex card. And um, so I was like, I'm going to use this last ticket. I'm just going to go watch it so I don't get spoilers. I loved it. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. The crowd reactions were were crazier than Endgame. It was nuts. I get goosebumps even just thinking about it. And uh, and I was excited. And I already bought tickets for me and Seb to go see it together on his birthday. So he got to stay up like a big kid because he just turned nine. He went and watched uh, Spider-Man 3. And yeah. uh, he, I remember he turned to me during it. And he already got his presents from like you and Alina from me. Yeah. Um, he got his presents from his mom already. He had already had all his all the main stuff. And it was like, 
you know, nine o'clock or whatever, and he's staying up late and he's partway through the movie and he's like, this is the best birthday ever. Aww. And yeah, maybe kids say that every year, but whatever, man, it's validating. Like when he For said sure it, it I was so stoked. I was like, you know what? That's, that's, that's a father that's nice. win. Like yeah. I felt really good on that well, one. Yeah. I remember I had like a cool day with him too. And I was able to, he and I hung out and like mm-hmm. went to the mall or whatever. So yeah, yeah that's that, right. was, that was cool. It was a fun day with, uh, with me and him. Exactly. Um, and then, uh, next one was, Listening to our album for the first time, once actually it was finished and Doug sent us the masters. This is in December at some point. I don't remember the day anymore. It's but like December 17th or something. Yeah. Like it was It was the day before like we needed to upload it. Yes, that's right. To, uh, so we got the masters so like 17th or yeah. 18th or something. So we got the masters that day and John and I made a pack that we would listen to it together the first time. Yep. Just the two of us. Um, so sat down in the living room put it on really loud and you're just like, you know what? We don't have to say anything. We're not going to stop it. We're going to listen to the whole 46 minutes start to finish like a real album. And I heard the first song that won't do. And it was amazing. And it was just what we thought it would be. And then literally as like it it would like the the quiet goes between the songs fades out and then quiet and then ding, 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 ding. And then parachute starts transition. And it was, it was the actual, it wasn't that it was parachute. It was just hearing a second song. It was like, I'm listening to an album because we'd heard so much, like we'd, we'd worked so hard over the whole summer and we'd, we'd have dozens of times Doug had sent us, this is a rough copy. What do you guys think? And back and forth. And we'd heard all these songs hundreds of times in the studio. So we, listening to the songs wasn't a big deal. We knew what was coming. We knew what was coming. We already knew all these versions. We'd already heard them. We just hadn't heard them mastered, but hearing it actually as an album, something we made and listening to it as an actual album, it was humbling. Like my eyes welled up and like, it was a very yeah. emotional experience. So yeah. that was something I waited my whole life for to hear like an actual album of mine that I'd made from yeah. nothing. And I was very, very proud of that moment. That was a big, big moment for me. One of the great moments of my life, to be honest. I like it. Um, and my last one on my top five is um, when we were driving to the studio, the very first time we hadn't recorded anything. It's in June. Um, we had entered the CBC music searchlight competition Yeah, and, um, we were in the, there was 2,500 bands in the whole country that had entered this thing for all independent artists to see who the next undiscovered talent is. We entered one more story, but it was just our version. It was so ghetto. It was just a version of us singing for the, in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> which was, which was great. And it was for a great cause, but if anyone has ever seen it or you want to see it, go to our YouTube channel. Um, and on the YouTube channel, there's us doing the advent calendar last winter. So we're doing our music advent calendar. And when we're doing it, um, one of the songs was One More Story. So we used that version for this yeah, submission. I, I think it even says like day 12. <laughs> oh, it's something it's like so that. Cool. And it's also like sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. we had like 12 sponsors. Yeah, we worked really hard. That sponsored. Well, the, we raised money for Salvation Army, right? That was the thing, right? So we used that video. Um, and on the drive, um, about an hour into it, we weren't even at Merit yet, is when we found out that we made, we were the only group outside of Vancouver from yeah. BC to make the top 100 in the country. Yeah. We were so excited. Like, I remember cool. like, yeah, like screaming, yelling. We, did. we were so excited. Like, yeah. like schoolgirls. Like, we yeah. were stoked. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it, it was, was on the drive to the to the studio, studio to record the first time in June. For the first time, we had yeah. just written Parachute. We submitted this because we were like, you know what? What's the worst that happens? We don't get in. Cool. Yeah, we don't make the one hundred. Whoop de do. No one else is gonna either in the area. So. Exactly. So we ended up getting in and we are, you know, I we were like pulling up to Chilliwack, I think, like you said. Yeah. And we were just so, so excited 
about that and we're calling our family and our friends and like i think like we were on the like phone like basically until we got to victoria no no but it was but it was earlier we were on the way to merit when we was first time we made top 100 yeah so it was between merit even and together. chilliwack like, you know what you're right because we're like, going through we were, the coke. like leaving Kamloops. exactly it was yeah. as we were going through yeah, the coke right. we couldn't even talk to anyone really because we kept cutting out and then yeah. we were talking to my mom and she's so excited and called mom, a bunch yeah. of people and your mom and yeah. we were calling people but we kept getting cut off we're yeah. like we just got to take this in ourselves. We had a couple hours going through the Coke with no service that were like, let's digest this cool. and process this. We, yeah. we did this. So that was, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't the greatest accomplishment in the universe, but it was a big deal for us. It was very it was validating. Cool. It was a cool accomplishment. We we can always say we made the top 100 in Canada for that competition at a 2,500 groups. Yeah. I'm super proud of that. So that's my top five, top five moments, 2021. Jay, what are yours? What is your top five? Top five of 2021? No, no. What's your top five in general? My, my top five you of the give week me your top was five. a little doesn't bit have different. To be, doesn't have to be 2021 if it you was, don't want. Yeah, mine was a little bit different this week. It wasn't um, necessarily tied back to 2021 or 2020 or, you know, like anything personal, honestly. Like, I think that's that okay. the, the most personal that it is, is, you know, my my topic was, you know, hardworking musicians. Musicians Ooh, that work super hard I like it. to get where they are. Love to it. become successful and how that happened. Cool. So, same thing in no particular order. Um, I got a couple here and I did well, I a whole, five. <laughs> I got five. All right. But I did a whole bunch of research looking into this. And um, yeah, I, I think that we should start with her buddy, Ed. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Love it. He's one of the greatest stories, I think, of any musician, modern, modern age, yep. right? To to become successful. Um, literally in my notes here, I, I wrote self-explanatory. Because, self-explanatory, because yeah. to us, he's, you know, one of our you know, role models. He's one of our, our, you know, guides in this journey for how to become successful. You know, he's, he's written amazing songs. He's, you know, for, for me personally, like he, like we, we listen to podcasts on our way down to the Island, you know, every single time that we go and we listen to ones of him talking about how we write songs and for him to write songs, it takes, you know, 300 songs to write and one Ends up being song. good, yeah, right. So that's the way that I approach. But I think you relate with that song, a lot right? too. We talked about that. That's exactly. Your it's just the, it's just the songwriting process, right? So for me, I'm like I I'm going to try everything in the book Absolutely. because you know, and I'm going to try new things. I'm going to listen to different genres that you know I don't associate with loops, but maybe that's going to inspire me to write something different. If yep. that's classical, if it's R and B, if it's rap, if it's maybe something a beautiful country song like Annie, exactly something like that. <laughs> he doesn't like the song well, Annie we made. And we'll I definitely talk it. about that one a little bit later on in a. We're going to devote episodes. a whole episode to Annie one time. Um, but I mean, Ed Sheeran, um, definitely one of the hardest working musicians. And, you know, Love that's it. that's one of the things he said when he got signed. He's like, I will be the hardest working musician. And that's what we strive to be as we well. We aim to do that. Absolutely. Well, we, we're doing a podcast right now, man. And this podcast might lead to nothing. And that's okay. We're going to throw everything we can against the wall. We're sure. going to try hard. We're not just going to do things for the sake of doing them. We're going to do things if we think they could do them excellently. Absolutely. Because that's the standard we hold ourselves to. But we're going to bust our ass. No one's going to outwork us. Not even at Sharon, to be honest. So next on my list here, I've got um, a Canadian. Ooh. Dallas Green. Nice. Dallas Green. Love I it. think he's one of the coolest stories. Um, Alexis on Fire. He um, started out with them in 2001. They created four albums together. Um, they broke up in 2012. But sometimes his solo album came out in 2005, four years after the band formed. Oh, wow. Okay. So seven years before they dissolved as Alexis on fire. Yeah. So as, as like a solo artist as city and color, which I mean, you know, city and color, right? Why did, why did he call himself city and color? Cause his first name is Dallas, the city, which is a city and his last name is green. 
which is a color. Which is a color. And exactly. he figured people wouldn't people wouldn't buy. And, and honestly, he was right. And by the way, in two thousand and five, people yeah. weren't going to buy a Dallas Green album. Well, it wasn't they would as buy popular, a City right? and Color album because they think it sounds like a band. Back yeah. then, there was. Well, it's it, like unless you're like Whitney Houston, exactly. Or like Amy Winehouse Your or something like that, right? It. Like that's that's you know. Um, yeah, you needed to have a band, and a lot of a lot of artists actually. A lot of people don't know that, but a lot of artists in that era were bringing out albums themselves where they sounded like they were a band mm-hmm. and they actually weren't. Yeah. Um, and they were actually just bringing Owl City, that one that did yeah. the 10,000 fireflies. Yeah. Daniel Caesar. Na, 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 na. Like, yeah. right. He just, he called himself Owl City. It sounded like a band. I thought it was a band until I learned more. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. just one dude. <laughs> like, yeah. they had to do that. Um, and I think he came up with a really creative way. One Republic. Started that way as well. Yep. And then he had to join a band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, Dallas Green, I think he's one of the coolest, coolest musicians. Now he owns like his own record label and he's still touring. He's still making music that he absolutely loves. He actually just announced that he's releasing a new City and Color album Ooh. in um, 2022, I believe. But he announced it in June 2021 nice. from what I was re- researching. Um, he's he's put out six solo albums. He you know, has four albums with Alexis on Fire. I think he's one of the hardest working musicians, at least in Canadian music um, history anyway. Um, so I thought that he was, he was one of the ones that we should put on the list there. Beauty. Um, one of the next ones here is, you know what? It's a little bit different. Um, I'm not even sure if it's necessarily like one of the hardest working musicians, but I know that he has done stuff over decades and decades and decades. Okay. And that's Paul McCartney. So he didn't necessarily take, like, I, I know that he works super, super hard you know, to get the quarrymen into the relevant scene in Liverpool. And he obviously was a founding member of the Beatles. Yep. Right. So for him to be as successful, he obviously had to work super, super hard. I don't know everything about the early, early history of the Beatles. So I don't want to misquote anything. Um, But I know that they were signed before they actually ended up releasing. um, Please, please me. Please, please me. Yep. Um, Or Love Me Do, I think was their first single. First single, but Please, Please Me was their first album. Yeah. So um, I know that they were signed beforehand. Yeah. Um, I think they had but, an album called Meet the Beatles but in, I mean, in, like, in England. How, how can you not put him on the list? He's He's been relevant since he was like 14 years old, basically. Yeah. You know, he, he met John Lennon. He added George Harrison to his band. And then, I mean, the rest is history, literally. So, I mean, between the wings and everything that he's doing solo and whatever else along the way, I think that he's one of the hardest working musicians who always needs to be in the picture. Yeah. Please, please me. Just uh, fact checking was the first album uh, by the Beatles in 1963. There we go. Um, Next on my list here, number four. And I mean, like this, this is an irrelevant number. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Like these are just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just do five in any order, man. Um, It's good. So I don't know if you're going to recognize this one, but it's Clemens Rubin. No. And Philip Dosh. No, never heard of him. Milky Chance. Never heard of Milky Chance. You've never heard of him? Okay, that's cool. Um, So Milky Chance, um, you know what? Their first single that they ever put out was called um, Stolen Dance. I don't know if you've heard of Stolen Dance, but I'm going to play just like a tiny little clip here. So everybody knows. It's called Trip Tape right now, it looks like. Oh, yeah, I remember those guys. Remember this? Yeah. That's that one, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah. 
dance like this before. Got it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Those guys. So anyway, I I think that the, these guys are also a super super cool story. Where, um, you know, they're they're a German band. Um, with with the, those two guys are basically the founders of the group. Um, you know, they they spent time in jazz band. Um, during like you know post secondary school, and were both in university for music. Once they graduated, was when they started doing it full time as like a group. Rather, yeah, they're than, just a duo. It looks like. Well, I mean, they're basically the two like prominent figures, but now they built like a band behind them. So like even like I think on their Wikipedia site or whatever, like it's now like three names in there. But it's oh, like there? those two guys are like the the guys of the group. Yeah, right. Those are the guys who started it all. Cool. Um, their first single, Soul and Dance, was released in April 2013. October was their first album. And I mean, they kind of had the same story as like Ed Sheeran when he when they ended up like coming out with music a couple weeks later, it was like getting picked up by like like bigger like like uh, like names and whatever else. Yeah. Like they had an interview with Edmonton Sonic 102.9 um, and wh- wh- where they were talking about how it took them three years to write this song. Oh, Soul wow. and dance it took them three years to write that. So I don't even know how long it took them to write this album. But I mean, like, I, it's obviously not a household name nope. to know these two guys or even the band. But I think that they also deserve to be on the list because, I mean, over three years and then finally getting your break. I mean, you know, hey, that's man. that's a long time before hey, it's your it's your top five. And what did you say it was? It was hardworking bands that are inspiring you? Well, that's exactly it, right? I mean, there's no way to gauge well, who the hardest working people are. But if they inspire well, you, that's this is your list, man. It's your top five. Well, and then that's the thing. Like, I don't want to say, like, what a number is. Exactly. I don't want to say, like, where people end up on this list. Because, yeah, sure. you know, it's it's hard to classify where people should hey, end man, up. It's, it's your top five of just whatever. So the last one that I've got on this list is one that you're a little bit more familiar with. Loops. Phineas O'Connell. Oh, I love Phineas. Phineas. I think that he's a super, super cool dude. Just a couple quick points about him. Um, He's obviously Billie Eilish's brother. Um, One of the coolest ways that she actually got discovered was through Phineas. So Phineas actually had like a super cool history of like, you know, him and his mom like used to like write songs together and stuff like that. And like she used like his mom used to be like a bigger like star and all that kind of stuff in the music industry and blah, blah, blah. Obviously not like a household name, but like enough to like get yourself noticed. Right. Um, So like she she passed that off to him. Right. And then they they helped like get him to where he is. Right. So at like 16 years old. um. Phineas and Billie Eilish were um, writing songs together a little bit, but at one of Billie Eilish's dance classes, she needed like a a song for her dance, like Like recital recital to like dance to. Right. Yeah. So then Phineas brought to Billie Ocean Eyes. Oh, wow. That's where that song came from. And it was the first one that she sang. Oh, he wrote and he And he wrote the song. Nice. Right? So he wrote the song, gave it to her. She performed it. It was later, like, put onto, like, Bandcamp or something like that. Like, SoundCloud, maybe, in, like, 20, I don't know, 16, 17, whatever it was. 2015, I actually got it in my notes here. And, um, um, uh, Phineas O'Connell's manager, because he was doing, like, stuff with like his band and whatever else they like his manager discovered billy through him yeah and then that's how she got signed and then she got signed to like a and r company called plantoon um so it's super super cool i think that phineas o'connell he's co-written with so many people he's co-wrote he co-wrote produced um billy Eilish's debut ep in 2017 um 
He's still a part of a band called the Slighties, um, which formed. He's starting in to blow up a little bit now, more on his own. His 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 he first has like solo, a solo thing his coming first out right solo, now. Um, not record, but his first solo single came out in 2016. Actually, no, but he has like something right now that's kind of. It's I was reading about it's, him on it's, Billboard. Recently. It's like his first his first like headlining tour or something yeah. like that is coming up. He's the brain you know, behind. Billy you know, Alice you know what's super cool is he's been nominated for 14 awards. He won eleven of those fourteen. Yeah, he also won That's five. Not the day, including the day that Billie Eilish, all the famous pictures of her winning five Grammys two years I ago. I know. In twenty, he also won five Grammys as well. Yeah, because he produced and wrote everything she does. Yeah, hundred so percent. He uh, and she had won album of the year or something. But the produce there's there's a track or maybe it was um, he won track like of producer the year. Of there the was year. yeah, there was one of them that. You can't, you don't she share one like new artist. Yeah. The one you don't share with the, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Maybe it was a new artist. That makes more sense. That's, that's what she, but she the won. one that she owned herself because she can't share it with him because he yeah. doesn't get credit on it because he's just the producer. But he also, he balanced that out by winning the producer. Exactly. So yeah, he's a genius, man. I think that's an awesome, awesome, uh, choice. Phineas with an F for anyone that Phineas doesn't know. with an F. I mean, look him up if you don't know the story. If a great, you heard great about songwriter. Eilish and you think she's just some kid that, you know, plays music that your kids listen to or that you don't like. That's okay. Look up Phineas. It's it's a really cool story. And it's actually a really cool story about loyalty, about family. Um, she's herself grown up so much in the public eye. And now she's become the kind of this mature young woman. She's 20 now. Yep. Um, she's kind of, she said she didn't think she was going to make it to 20 when she was like 16, 17, which yep. is really a pessimistic, sad look for sure at life. But she was so famous so early. Yeah. And um, she owes everything to her brother, she says. And I honestly think she's right. Like he's, she's obviously the face and she's the yin to his yang, right? Yep. And um, she's out there and she's she's great for the public. And he's kind of quiet in the background, but he's a music genius. So I think he really awesome. is. I, res- yeah. I respect I mean, so much. Like about him. it's it's some of those things that I mean, you know, like I wish that I could do a fraction of what he was able to do as a producer. Like the, the, the way that he manufactures songs and the way yeah. that he thinks about music is just so unbelievable. That Well, you got to give yourself more credit, man. I think you do. Yeah, you're Phineas too, dude. You're the Phineas for loops. Well, I so, appreciate there you that. Go, buddy. Let's definitely do that. Um so that wraps up our top fives there. Cool. All um, right. That was fun. I like the top fives. That was tons of fun. Yeah. So we'll do a new top five every week and they're just going to be random, man. And we don't need to know the other guy's version. Like, that's okay. There's no pressure. It's well, just, just like that, right? Well, I just mean, come up with the top five. Yours was really thought out. Mine was kind of just, you know, about the year. But yeah. I actually did mine on purpose like that because I know most of mine are going to be stupid and they're going to be like top five <laughs> random things that I just want to talk about for And you know minutes. what? I like that. And like, that's I, cool. I, I want you to be authentic to yourself and I think that everybody else does too right exactly talk about what you want to talk about that's why we're doing a podcast exactly right? we're doing that's this why, because man. we want to talk it's something that keeps us accountable hopefully we're giving away tips and that kind of stuff to upcoming artists and other musicians exactly um, well I'm not going to lie I love the sound of my voice too so I kind of want to listen to it a little bit on my car while I'm yeah, driving yeah, around yeah. <laughs> alright so final thing we're going to wrap this up soon uh, last thing we got I think is goals yeah definitely um, upcoming goals Jay what do you got the upcoming goals, I mean, like ongoing goals are always different than upcoming because ongoing goals are something like, you know, reaching out to, you know, you can set a number each week, right? Where it's like, you know, seven days in a week, I want to hit seven different people with, you know, at least sending out an email to them about a potential gig, right? So that's, that's something that's like an ongoing goal. Upcoming goals, you know, we got to, we got to focus on getting our square site like properly up yes. to date. So that's one of the things that I'm okay. going to be working on. Another thing that I'm going to be working on is getting onto Spotify playlists, yes. reaching out to so many different like, 
you know, I think that they're called like Spotify creators or just playlist creators and just all that curators. Kind of stuff. They call them curators. curators. So, yeah. I mean, that's super, super important, Editorial especially well. for us. Like, I mean, you know, as, as important as we need every single person who is listening to like and follow and listen to Parachute at least. Yep. Right. Um, we need that in front of thousands of people. Oh, for sure. Right. Absolutely. So it's figuring out how to do that properly. So um, those are definitely two of my more focused upcoming goals that I got. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, goals always incorporate doing, um, you know, songwriting. Songwriting for me is therapeutic as well as it is beneficial for the group. Even though like we might not be playing any new music coming up. And you know what? Maybe we do. Maybe because we're like, you know what? Here's the album release party. But you know what? We wrote this song like a month ago and we think that you're really going to like it. Right. So then maybe that's just like a bonus song or something like that. So, I mean, that's always ongoing. Um, What do you got, Kev? Okay. So a couple things for me, obviously there's ongoing goals as well. Like you said, Um, I'm just going to focus on just immediate stuff that I'm working on in the next little bit. Uh, Big thing is I just recently, I know there's so many scams that are out there and hopefully over the process of us producing this podcast, you're going to see us narrowing down our scope on sharing what things work um, to pay for for marketing and and promotion and what things are stupid and full of shit and we wasted money on and maybe we can save some of the listeners um, some money and some hardship finding this stuff out because I'm just learning it through Reddit blogs and Mm -hmm. stuff and Reddit pages and all that. So um, one, I did a lot of research on this stuff trying to get us onto playlists. Uh, One thing I found is this girl, Christine Morelli. Um, I've really, uh, I've really liked uh, seeing her ads and stuff on Instagram. She just seems kind of authentic, even though she does these big production songs and about being a struggling artist and all that. Um, I don't know. Something struck me about it. So I, I checked out her thing, um, got set up on this uh, go viral package, uh, which sounds so cheesy, but it seems genuine. It's got like 4,500 um, playlists and curators and their information. So what her and her team have done is they've gone to a bunch of different um, curators and actually said like, hey, do you want to be on our list? And are you willing to have the people that we sell this to reach out to you and actually give you their songs? They can solicit like unsolicit it to you. And um, they've said, yeah, for sure. They've given their contact information. So I have a massive database of that, that over the next few days, I'm going to be filtering through and just sending out a ton of emails, phone yeah. calls if I can. Um, and that's a big goal too, is I was talking about it in the previous podcast we were recording there, but that messed up. Um, but is phone calls. Uh, I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> Five <laughs> podcasts later, I'm like, yeah. I think I brought this point up on podcast yeah, one. Exactly. But before you did Version number one. It, yeah. The V1 yeah, yeah, of our yeah. podcast history. Um but is uh, phone calls. I think both of us need to focus. You're being hard on us. I think we both honestly need to buckle down. We need to make more phone calls. Yep. We send a lot of emails and we're getting really good at our, our pitch. Um, I think we've learned the hard way that, yeah, phone calls make a big difference, man. Yep. We've seen people that we know we can put on a better show then. And we, we are at, if not above their level in regards to the package we present and they're getting gig in places where we've presented ourselves and we pitch ourselves and we didn't even get a, a call back or, or, or even responding to our message. And I honestly think it's not anything to do with us. I think it's just because of the fact that they get 50 emails a day. And, you know, if you don't separate yourself and differentiate yourself from the pack, you know, how are you going to, how do you expect to stand out? Right. So 100%. I think making phone calls, we're personable guys. We, ha- we can't be afraid to do that. Um, so I think that's going to be a big thing is making a lot of calls in 2022. Well, and even going off of that as well. I mean, especially with COVID, 
right? And being where we are, right? I mean, it's tough. It's tough because we aren't in the middle of Vancouver where, you know, you can go out every single day of the week and there's at least like open mics or showcases and and all this kind of stuff. You know, everyone in Kamloops. Imagine if we had the same impact in Vancouver. Well, that's the thing, right? You need to... You need to step outside of your comfort zone. Like, like I mean, you find it in almost like any article you read or any kind of musician that you look up to. They will say something like, you know what, you really need to like step outside the box and find find a way to like stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Right. So making those kind of phone calls, that's going to do that. Right. Because Absolutely. right now, who else is calling? Probably the only other five percent who want to be in that, you know, extreme like category. Right. Um, Absolutely. So that's what's important. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, I think that's something for both of us. That's a goal of mine for both of us for 2022 is lots more phone calls. Just making that personal, intimate connection with people. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, people want to be, they want to build a connection. Yeah. We're losing that in our modern day society, um, especially through COVID where we're all at home and we're all working from home and doing Zoom meetings and all that boring stuff. We're becoming further apart from each other as the world is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller electronically. Yeah. And I think people yearn for a connection. Yeah. So let's give it to them, right? For like, sure. We're trying to do that with this podcast. We're doing it with our, our, our songs. We're doing it with promoting ourselves. We're doing it with our, our webpage. I think we need to do it when we're trying to book ourselves too and when we're trying to get gigs going and we're trying to actually get ourselves out there. Yeah. So that's going to be a big thing for us. Um, obviously, we can book gigs. It's something we've gotten really good at, but... We want to book big gigs. We want to book tour for 2022. Thing, we want yeah. to be able to travel throughout, you know, Ontario, COVID permitted, obviously. But yeah. hopefully as this uh, pandemic kind of pulls back a little bit over the next little while, and a lot yeah. of experts are thinking 2022 is going to be the death of COVID. Mm-hmm. So we need to get, you know, not just festivals, but tours and building yep. around festivals. So that's a big thing for me too. On that note, that's another big goal for both of us. For me is festivals. We're in festival booking season right now as we speak. This is the time. We yep. have to hammer that home. We've got to contact Doug. Um, yep. Doug has said to us, hey, you know, I can help get you guys into any folk festival in Canada. Um, outside of that, you know, you're on your own kind of thing because I yeah. don't know people in the pop industry. Or I can at least try and steer you in the right direction. You can direction, try to steer us in the right, right? direction. I think we're foolish to not take them up on that advice. Yep. I think we need to take advantage of that. So I think one big thing for me is us is going to be contact Doug this week. Yep. I'll have a meeting with him. Be like, hey, Doug, now the album's out. Um, what can we do next? Because he's mentoring us. He's helping us out. Um, I think that's going to be a big goal of mine yep. for us to do this week too. But yeah, that's a big thing is just I want to get us on, same as you, I want to get us on all those Spotify playlists. Yep. Parachute, 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 parachute times 100. Like, yep. How many, how many people can we get to listen to this song? I'm actually thinking, I'm just going to say this out loud, but um, I have been thinking of even making, um, if I can, I think, do you know if there's, um, is there like a little code? I think you said this, right? Is there a code we can actually get like a, like a, a barcode, like a scanning code that you can do with your like a QR code, QR code. That's the word I was looking for with your f- cell phone. Is there something we could do for that for, for parachute? Oh, for parachute. Um, or for our Spotify, at least. Well, for that's our, the our, thing is like, do you want it to go to like to Spotify? Like yes. if you want to create one for the website, then we could probably do that. If you want to do one for Spotify, we could probably do that. But like, if you want it to be like all oh, streaming services, you know, is that right there? Like, well? I don't think that that one's possible. Okay, but maybe, but I mean, these hey, things, maybe there's a listener out that's there. That's what I'm wondering. Who knows? Cool. Well, we might have you the know. answer by the time they hear this. Right, exactly. <laughs> it might be three months from now when people start listening Either to the way, podcast a lot. Reach but, out to us. Regardless, sure. if it's three months later, please reach out to yeah, us. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Now you're seeing these are the questions we're asking in real time, right? These are the things I, I'm curious about that I don't know the answer to. And I might have the answer by the time people actually listen to this podcast. Who knows? But um, yeah, that's a big thing for me this week, too. I want to figure this out. So, Jay, this is something we need to work on together is... 
I want to get a QR code. Now, it might be a QR code that is on one of those. There's these pages you can get where they'll have like multiple links, like Linktree. Yeah. So maybe there's a QR code for a Linktree that someone's cell phone sees. And, and the vision I'm doing is basically we make one. I want to make a new batch of our business cards with in place of the Loops logo on the back. We put a QR code. And then also I want to do a, a bunch of just print out literally a thousand pieces of paper and it will cost like 60 bucks or 50 bucks at Staples. And they will literally be like, have you checked out Parachute yet? Boom. Or something, something oh, catchy. For like, right? for like posters or flyers And then or put whatever. them everywhere in the city, literally yeah. everywhere. If yeah. there's a bus stop, poster. If there's a, you know, a, a stop sign downtown, poster. Garbage beside Tim Hortons at the drive-thru, poster. Like, doesn't matter. I want to put them everywhere in the city. And then people can see that. But ideally, if they go to like a link tree, if that QR code took them to a link tree, they could actually be like, okay, cool. I'll Apple Music or you know Google yeah. Music or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, or or we just bite the bullet and just say, you know what, let's just go all on a Spotify. And then, yeah, we lose 10% of the people who don't use Spotify, but at least 90% of the people are seeing it that wouldn't have seen it normally. Yeah. Something to think about, but um, yeah, that's something I want to do this week. I want to look into as well. I like it. I am literally putting this into my notes right now Beauty. before I forget. Okay, right? good, good, good. So I, I, I don't want to like drag to- this out too too much longer because I want to talk about this next week as well. Absolutely. I think that it's good to kind of like leave on like those kind of notes. Yeah, for where sure. It's like, hey, like these are our goals for the week. Like I No, I'm good with that too. Yeah, I'm anticipating. This is our first podcast, man. And we're doing this for us. So yeah. We don't need to worry if it's an hour and 45 minutes, if it's 52 minutes, if it's 20 minutes one week. Mm-hmm. It's we're doing this for ourselves. If people want to listen to it, they can. We're not forcing anyone to. Um, I think it's cathartic and it's good for us to do this each week regardless. 100%. And uh, I think this week has been fun, man. I've enjoyed this. I hope anyone that's listening to this yeah. enjoyed it as well. Absolutely. Um, thanks for your time. If you made it to this point, you're hearing our sweet, soothing voices <laughs> still, then you're a dedicated uh, follower and, and uh, supporter of Loops and we will not forget it. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, that's the best way to end this week. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with some awesome, exciting stuff to talk about. Absolutely. We've got a lot of fun goals. Anything you want to say to wrap this up, buddy? That's pretty much it. I just want to say thank you to everybody who ended up listening to the entire podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, tune back in next week. We record these every Sunday. I'm not 100% sure when they're going to come out in the week, but I mean, that's probably going to be another thing of our uh, weekly goals. That'll be another goal, yeah. We'll figure out what day worked best this week, and then I think we'll have kind of a moving forward. We want to get into our reps and and condition. I mean, we might be able to just bang them off on Sundays and have them come out Monday first thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I know I love listening to podcasts on the way to and from work, picking up Sebastian from his school 20 minutes away. Like, podcasts are great, man. So, if we can give somebody a little bit of entertainment to listen to when they're driving in traffic. Absolutely. Why not? Right. I, mean, I think we're pretty awesome. I'd listen to me. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right. Uh, tune Take in. care. I saw your eyes before I ever looked at you. I always knew that you'd find me. To my surprise, you're even more beautiful than I imagined.